Hello and welcome to the 105th episode of um, the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GNT. I am your host Anu, I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you um, in regards to paid media, implementing scripts or even cutting your spends on your data analysis tool just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on facebook twitter or instagram with the handle mindswan ppc or um yeah also check out our new instagram page which is ppc chat underscore twitter underscore roundup that gives you um snapshot snippets of the roundups and some of the quotes that have been given by the experts over um that the past few months over the past few years as i keep on um building up the content on there um so yeah this week it's seven up free <laughs> i love it's like a variation of sprite <laughs> which i love drinking and, and a lotus biscotti well not a a whole pack of lotus biscotti that's keeping me company this weekend um well this evening i don't know what i'm talking about this weekend it is only tuesday um anyway lockdown is still going on and even though we are allowed to go out for long exercises long walks and the likes all of a sudden i just feel really tired um yeah i've not been really sleeping too well the past couple of nights i'm not sure what's going on with that i think it's just changing in weather during the night time you're getting hot and cold and yeah my body not getting used to that um hopefully that won't hopefully that won't last um we are getting some great sunny days over here i think it hit up to 23 24 degrees celsius um this afternoon when i went out for a walk um so yeah that was nice anyway so this week we have julie piccini leading us on a chat about managing ppc during a recession and whilst it does look like um everyone is online you know you think that oh, there's a big opportunity and for certain businesses to really hit up some businesses that are not online like you know events companies restaurants you know and um you know creative the creative types you know um those kind of businesses doing advertising can be a bit will be a bit difficult and um yeah doing, definitely doing advertising during this time would be difficult so we discuss some of those challenges and opportunities some hard-hitting truths I'd say is this was what this discussion was about. Uh, so yeah, Julie starts off with saying hello and thank you for joining me today. Um, we're going to be talking about managing PPC during a recession. I know cherry topic were well, one that we are all facing, and yes, that's that's one of those things that it might be a difficult thing to talk about that we might don't want to face. But yeah, it better be prepared. Better to be prepared than to yeah be sorry by. Um, unexpected stuff so robert brady replied this week is off to a good start some nice weather over the weekend really helped um colin slattery joins us saying howdy all i'm doing great weather is getting better i had a small social distance gathering on our roof deck this weekend normally a 60 plus per person barbecue but with only four people oh there's a down um yeah that's that's not great <laughs> i'll turn of that one and i'm enjoying the weather getting tired of us isolation though aren't we all um raj chander replies glad the weather's starting to warm up here in md's and that's maryland even if we can't be out in it so yeah 
same here, Daniel Vardy, I hit a low two and a half weeks ago, but since then I'm feeling great. For some reason I can stay quarantined for the rest of 2020. Ooh, what is your secret? Um, and so we've got, um, yeah, SCM Rush also joining us and it's um, a lady called Diana um, representing them today. So yeah, Diana will be joining us from SCM Rush and she gives a very cute gif of uh, um, of some puppies going high. Um, and then Sandra Cruz replies, sad because Inban will be a digital conference this year, looking to see what people are doing to make online conferences cooler. Yeah, um, Jen, we've got our regular Julia Vice going high, everyone just back from a long weekend. So the week hasn't really started and we did get some great news this morning. So that's a nice foundation oh that's lovely what is the news julia share with us um steve gibson going i'm doing great i get the free um government uh, money this week plus out of the blue i got paid for two travel articles i'd assumed had been rejected wow so money in the bank that's a nice little surprise um and yeah julie bicini replies going my lovely father-in-law passed away yesterday oh so things are sad around overhead today overall we're doing okay oh sorry for your loss julie i didn't really um catch that so we then go on to question one, um, where Julie asks, what do you think the economic impacts of the pandemics are going to be? How long do you think they will last? Um, yes, yeah, economic impacts is not really my forte. So yeah, I definitely skipped on this questions. Um, but let's see what some of our um, great um, yeah, community actually heard uh, had to say about this. So um, Colin Slattery goes, I think they're going to be catastrophic and long-lasting. Don't expect things to recover to pre-COVID for at least um, pre-COVID for at least 45 years. And we're likely looking at massive long-term unemployment and reducing business spending. Um, SM Rush Diner goes, oh gosh, that's really big. That's a really big question. It may be too soon to really be able to judge something like that. Steve Gibson replies, huge. This isn't like 2008, far bigger, but the long recovery should start by 2021, but I don't expect it to be V-shaped. Raj Chanda replies to question one saying, we've already seen many of the direct economic impact in the industries like travel, retail, etc. Traditional news and media businesses also hurting. Yes, I believe so too. A lot of legacy industries will continue to suffer through 2020, but there will be new opportunities and markets are created too. So yeah, oh yeah, newspaper industries, they will suffer. And then we've got um, Mickey Coleman replying to question one saying, I'm not even willing to guess. I'm too much of a Pollyanna. I'm not sure what that means. Um, Kami Karras replies, real talk here. Economic downturn was inevitable with artificial inflated numbers plus Brexit. But COVID-19 will make this much worse and longer. Julie replies to this saying, I think we are in for a long haul economic recession. Growth or recovery is likely to happen in fits and starts and will be fragile. Not very rosy for us marketing folks. Daniel Vardy replies, the impact of this, I think, will be permanent. A lot of companies will have to rethink how they hire. Will they have physical offices where they manufacture or how B2B sells in person or conferences? This is where this there is so much that can change. Raj Chanda replies question one saying as far as how long economic impacts will last, I don't even think we can quantify that yet until we know how long the virus 
threat itself will last, and that seems to be a big unknown. I'd guess at least two to three years, but some industries may never recover. El Chase replies, I actually think many of the impacts will be persistent. Remote working has taken a big step forward. Travel travel will be less, etc. I'm hoping the economic impact will will start to improve, but it will take a good year or so to be fully back. And talking about remote work, did you know actually that Twitter has um, decided to tell its staff, most of its staff is um, what I heard, um, that they can work from home remotely from um, moving forward. Um, I think that's literally like indefinitely they've told them everybody can work from home now. I'm thinking of applying for a job with Twitter. <laughs> and then we've got Julia Vice replying to question one saying global recession. We're going to see less consumer spending, weird stuff coming out of luxury and consolidation. Um, and then, yeah, Julie goes on to question two, saying, assuming we are in it for at a, um, or at a minimum lengthy economic volatility, what is your plan to manage that in your practice or business? For me, my, pri- my, my answer to this was this was um, learn new things and um, pick up new skills and kind of stuff. Because when you learn new skills in that way, we can offer more to the client. And then going on to question two, um, we've got Colin Slattery answering saying, I'm looking, so I'm looking at growth, looking at going after clients or big legacy agency with bloated fees and a lack of performance focus. Now is a great time to move up the ladder in terms of clients you service. Um, Robert Brady replies, online marketing has always been very dynamic. The people who change and learn the fastest when stakes are just raised with COVID keep learning. Totally agree with that. Cammie Harris replies to question two saying, work extra hard to keep our established clientele profitable and successful. The more clients we keep happy, the better this will be for all of us. Also asking them to reach out to their experienced business friends if they need help or referrals. Um, Daniel Vardy replies, we are trying to rethink how specialized our teams need to be. Should we have PPC experts or should we train and learn to be generalists? PPC was very easy to cut for some companies this time around, but you have deeper roots with clients. And then Diana replies, question two, saying um, agility, the whole team needs to be quick on their toes, that's Diana even, sorry. Julie Bettini replies, question two, saying one of the keys to longevity I have found anyway is being flexible about selling what people want to buy. Might not be your core offering right now, but you might have to shift or survive, shift to survive um, before we get back to being more choosy. Um, Sam then replies to question one saying, I think we're going, um, we're looking at a global recession, regional depression, hard to say on duration, but I think we're looking at another 12 to 15 months for Wall, for Wall Street recovery even, with the Main Street lagging that. I really don't think we've even, um, we're even through the worst of it yet. Oh Lord, I hope we are. Um, he continues saying that there are a ton of variables at play, but I don't think you fundamentally solve the economic crisis until you solve the health crisis vaccine extremely effective therapeutic that's best case and that's another 10 to 15 months before you can get these um to begin to reconfigure your overall economic engine we know retail isn't going to look the same we can be reasonable reasonably confident that that um reshoring will be a thing and i'm pretty confident we're going to see a lot of disruption in impacted sectors smart policy will be to spend like crazy now yes i tend to lean to um keynesian to build scale high tech manufacturer repair 
um, replace failing infrastructure, investing with training or job training, especially healthcare, plus backstop entrepreneurs provide startup capital. Um, and then he, he um, concludes saying inflation adjusted interest rates are negative, suspend so domestically, invest strategically abroad. Hello, Africa. Got to play lots of chess games at once if you want to come out of this situation with an advantage. That's a proper theory on that one. I hope you caught all of that. Um, and then um, El Chase replies to question two, saying, I think smaller agencies and freelancers have a big advantage right now, just serving our clients like we are an employee on their team versus acting like a big agency. Steve Gibson replies, in my opinion, marketers will be less affected than most. Some businesses will close. Others will realize they need to set up. Um, they need to step, step up their marketing, so I'm pretty relaxed. Julia Vice replies saying, I'm, I'm doing two things, betting on my giant corporation with strong relationships, special rates and long-term clients. This is no time to try some new weirdo from a garage. I'm personally making sure my tertiary skills are updated, but be ready to pivot everyone. So yeah, it's all about yeah those tertiary skills. So in terms of PPC, what are the things that support PPC? And for me, it's SEO and social media and making sure my skills on that are on point. Sam replies question two, saying Warren Buffett philosophy time. Be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. It's time to be aggressive. This is a weird recession in the most in that most companies need more marketing investment to help them move online. So lots of opportunities. This is going to sound weird, but I'm actually optimistic about growth possibilities for performance on growth marketers during these times. Lots of old school legacy marketers plus bloated agencies are going to get crushed, but that was overdue. Become anti-fragile or die. Yeah, it's become flexible or die. And some big agencies are not good with flexible at all. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Kamakara saying this is the, um, the best strategy advice for those PPC folk who don't have a lot of established businesses as clients or don't have long-term relationships with them. Businesses who have been around a long time know how to weather these downstorms, um, these downturns. And that's in replying to Colin saying, so I'm looking at growth, looking at going after clients of big legacy agencies with bloated fees. So, yeah. They, those those clients that had that, that are very uh, those agencies have been very expensive with their fees could lose out very much so right now um and then yeah julie goes on to question three saying will you be shifting your offerings adding or learning new skills or services etc as a result of the current situation and again and yeah going back to a question why answer to question two it's all about learning new skills and i have learned um i have gone through the moz academy seo course so guys if you want to learn if you want if you need seo help i can help you with that as well um and yeah, Julia Vice replies to question three saying, yes, but carefully right now, it's about listening, learning, leaning into what clients actually need, no need to charge madly off in all directions. Steve Gibson replies, yes, I've already raised my prices. Oh, okay. Raj Chanda replies, was already working on becoming more well-rounded with video and audio. This is just making me want to learn more quickly. And then we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question three saying, I think we're moving into removing barriers between PPC, SEO, CRO, analytics, and social. We are used to sell, um, selling different ones separately, but I think it's time for us to have a more solidified approach. 
Judy Bicini replies to question three saying, I'm strengthening the depth of my skills on the so-called alternative platforms like Quora, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. Um, also reading a lot and listening when I have the opportunity so I can gauge what is keeping people up at night and offer solutions. Um, and then, yeah, Diana from SEM Rush goes, um, absolutely, flexibility leads to being a true partner for your customer, client or audience. And that relationship is what will hold steady during trying times. Um, and then, yeah, we've got John Kagan replying to question three, saying not shifting so much as showing the value of online efficiency versus my traditional counterparts. Um, we've got Kami Karish replying, we are always adding new skills, but have found specializing in our expertise and doing the best at what we do is better than constantly chasing new types of business. In fact, we reduced our offerings during the last recession. Interesting. Um, El Chase replies, again, tough question because it really depends. Currently, I am still able to focus on ppc specifically if i needed to shift gears because the market demanded it i absolutely would robert brady replies going still working on keeping my clients happy and that always involves learning new platforms skills tactics to keep the results positive everyone is just a lot more stressed in general right now so now Julie gives us question four saying how do you think the lasting economic impact will affect the agency in-house pendulum swing um and then for that one we've got julia vice replying saying okay i have absolutely no idea budgets for salary versus fees have never made total sense to me and it's going to be about appetite for in-house resources versus running lean cannot predict julia replies i think it will keep help swing back towards outside help consultants and small agencies yes <laughs> um, we are perceived as lower risk because we are on contract which can be terminated and not an employee plus no benefits to pay etc el chase replies i kind of alluded to it but small agencies and freelancers are less expensive than both big agencies and full-time employees do you guys hear that i am more affordable than your full-time employees so yes contact me for your paid search services uh he continues if done right companies can spend more on ads plus have less expenses if expenses equals to great opportunity for smaller agencies and freelancers and he continues those big office spaces in the big cities come with hefty price tags and an agency's expenses have to reflect in their billings and julia continues for good ones so yeah exactly um, Colin Slattery replies, I am with Julia Vice on this one in that I have no idea. I get the benefits and drawbacks for each. So it's hard to say which way companies will go. I think companies always think in-housing will be cheaper, but it's generalist versus fractional access um, to specialists and yeah, and to like the skills and the benefits and the contacts that you know at agencies may agencies may have robert brady replies to question forcing on one hand there are lots of people unemployed so hiring in-house could become more affordable on the other hand many businesses will be hesitant to add full-time employees i agree with earlier comments that freelancers um, um or consultants have an opportunity here john kagan replies to that saying i think more operations will begin to rethink the need for physical office spaces or, or operations um diana from SM Rush goes could depend on a company's changing need. There's opportunity for all. It may just shift some. Steve Gibson replies question four saying confession I've never understood what in-house people do all day. Even when you've got multiple seven-figure budgets, how many hours can you really spend on one account every day without ever 
without over optimizing it yeah it can be hard to actually know what that's about and when i was actually in-house it was more about not just dealing with ppc but also looking after all of paid media so display uh, mobile app advertising um, social media um, and just managing the performance of that and managing the agencies working on it and i feel really that's how um in-house um yeah, servicing works. Um, Robert Brady replies, politics, meetings, etc. are huge, time-sucking vampires. And Julia Vice continues, and we're all just spent two months proving that commute is an expense, money, environment, mental health that many of us don't need. L Chase replies, hashtag truth. Rajchander then replies to question 14, I think agencies will start to set the trends or best practices and slowly larger brands that are more forward thinking and have the money will start to emulate them. A big reason content or inbound marketing blew up beginning around um, 08, 2010 was because it's cheaper to start. That's interesting. Kamikavis replies, quote, question, the big agencies aren't going anywhere, although they may contract or expand. There will be a ton of newbies freelancing in t- if 2008 is any indicator. Yes, so my freelancing days are not over yet. So I think that's an indicator that in-house contracted. My gut says reductions as companies get leaner. Daniel Vardy replies, I think swings more towards in-house depends on spends versus salary it also depends how stable an account is unfortunately when you've had an account running for a while you get to such a good point that even if no one touches it it will be okay not great but okay so yeah but people are actually hoping for great if they're paying you steve gibson replies question 14 ultimately i'm not sure it's going to make um, much difference long term if you needed an in-house person wouldn't you still need an in-house person even if their remotes, yeah, so in-house person who's managing the um, agency. Um, and so, yeah, we've got Julie going on to question five, saying, do you think clients will want to have more of a one-stop shop experience for all things digital for a while for good? Is being specialised in PPC a viable business model going forward, at least in the short term? And yeah, my reply to that was, yeah, very much so that I do think, yes, definitely, that clients are going to start to gear more towards agencies that can offer them more than just paid search and, you know, where they can, they know what the other parts of what their business is doing and, you know, trying to be more involved with what the agencies are doing um, or at least be able to speak the lingo. So you need to just be able to know what the other what you can provide for the other like the other departments or for the other social media channels or for the other channels whether it's social media seo email etc um and so yeah i just continue saying convincing a client to spend more is going to need to be more than uh it will work for ppc argument um and then yeah we've got some other answers from colin slattery going um so i'm a firm believer in specialization to a degree i get the one-stop shop desire and have previously been a full service agency but i think keeping things pretty tight is better can charge more for services get more referrals etc don't get too wide And then we've got Steve Gibson replying to question five saying when Google brought in Panda, Penguin, lots of SEOs started pretending they knew 
how to do PPC. <laughs> and yes, I actually know what Panda Penguin updates actually mean now, now that I've done the SEO training. And that's pretty much the new updates, especially Penguin, I know. I'm not sure they did, Panda didn't get covered in the training I did. Um, but yeah, Penguin is basically the new updates that actually made sure that people stopped doing black hat SEO, like link stuffing and buying links to actually get up SEO ranks and wanted um, links to be generated in a more um yeah owned kind of means while you actually have created good content um instead of just yeah asking another administrator to put their link on their website your link on their website for a price <laughs> um and then going on so yeah when google brought in panda penguin lots of seos started pretending they knew how to do ppc and that's from steve gibson they didn't and were soon found out specialists who rebrand themselves as generalists are in my opinion headed for trouble so it's not about yeah going to a whole you know swinging on the pendulum of oh yeah i know everything about all of digital no it's about still saying my specialist is paid search i've recently learned about for example in my in my case seo so um this is why i can talk to you about yeah penguin update this is why i can talk to you about you know keyword research this is what i can talk to you about you know backlinks and you know you know building content and etc. Being able to talk the lingo. Um, Robert Brady then goes on to question five saying, um, uh, answers question five saying everyone loves the one-stop shop idea, but in practice, most shops have strengths and weaknesses. So yeah, my strength will still be PVC to be able to give you an offering of SEO, but in practice, most shops have strengths and weaknesses. And if you can get an expert in one area instead of weak agency, then it usually overcomes the increased management cost. El Chase replies, I just turned down work this past week from a client who wanted me to do everything from product photography, web management, PPC, social, etc. Some do want this, but most appreciate expertise versus broad capabilities. Julie Bicini replies, question five, saying, I think now is a great time to create or strengthen relationships with people who do related digital things like SEO or reputation management, etc. When times are tight, I don't like to send clients or potential clients to find someone else who might poach PPC. Kami Karras replies um, to question five, and he actually does a reply to Colin Slattery, where Colin had said, so I'm firm believer, I'm a firm believer in specialization to a good degree. I get the one-stop shop desire and have previously been a full service agency, but I think keeping things pretty tight is better. And she goes, same answer, companies that invest in marketing don't generally need a one-stop. It's the smaller businesses that fall for that because of their bandwidth to deal with details. And in reply to question five, John Kagan goes, maybe not fully a one-stop shop, but one needs to think paid social, paid search, basic analytics, and probably SEO needs to be bundled into offering to be able to survive. Mm, so my next stop is basic analytics. <laughs> um, so anyway, Daniel Vardy replies to question six saying, um, actually question five saying, I think the answer is yes, the industry has become too fragmented and now CMOs have to deal with so many vendors to manage um, that they probably hate to do manage what they probably hate to do i believe in specialization of advanced individuals but i also believe you need a wide base knowledge matt lambert um, replies being in the middle probably won't help um kurt henninger replies you can always align yourself with others who perform other services sort of like a one-stop but more centered on being a resource for all digital for a client mm. 
that sounds very nice considering it's the kind of thing that I'm about to start doing. Rad Chanda replies to question 5 saying in the short term, 2 to 4 months, PPC and all digital marketing will slow down. But after that, there will be an uptick taking the industry up to and beyond pre-COVID levels. CPC is down almost universally across platforms. The smart business owners will see the opportunity. And in reply to question five, we've got attribute. Uh, we've got Andrew McGarry saying attribution is the answer. Best in class is what people want, but the entire customer user journey needs stitching together. Looking at what channel in what at one channel in isolation limits growth opportunities, stops combos. Clients need to see a holistic view, or they will lose market share. And he continues, I don't like using the word holistic, but my word range is limited by being Irish and typically saying it'll be grand no matter the subject. <laughs> and then going on to question six, we've got Julie asking, um, are you or will you be doing anything differently to find and sign new clients if a recession lingers? Yes, I need great ideas for this one. Colin Slattery replies, so I've redoubled my focus on creating great content and building the inbound resources plus improving systems generally. The agency hasn't really been prepared for a large influx of clients before and that is something I'm fixing plus more referral um, partnerships. Um, um, Kurt Henninger replies to question six saying, I think this correlates to the earlier question five but being more um, of the resource for potential clients, a lot of frameworks for how they conduct business has changed sometimes dramatically, willing to be more advisory on how to deal with new environments, especially in the beginning. Julie Buccini replies to question six, going, you have to be more creative in looking for new business opportunities, figure out where the need is and try to push yourself in its path. Also be prepared for contacts to take longer to get signed and for proposals to seem to die only to come back months later. <laughs> yeah, so don't um, lose track. But yeah, don't don't pester, but don't, don't be disappointed that things have definitely gone quiet and dead. I've got a client like that that is a little bit quiet at the moment, but I am hopeful that they'll come back. L Chase replies to question six, going, I work with some agencies in a freelance capacity, currently okay with workload, but if I needed more hours, this is an area where I see more agencies take advantage of. They can have a freelancer who that who they can add or subtract work as necessary versus full-time costs. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Steve Gibson replying to question six, going, I finally put out my book on PPC. Though that was finished before the lockdown started, apart from that, I'm doing more prospecting when I can be bothered. <laughs> and then we've got Jamjili giving us our last question of the day, saying, aside from the economic aspects, how else does the pandemic impact what you'd otherwise do when facing rough economic situation conditions even and situations um and my answer was definitely the people um going to conferences meeting up with past colleagues um yeah because i've yeah some of my past colleagues have uh, i've made some great friendships with and great collaborations with and they've just been really inspiring me across the months and years um and yeah i'm just saying zoom and phone calls and hangouts just not really the same um yeah so yeah just all the networking events and being able to chat to people and i actually started a women in digital digital um, meetup group where we actually started started out as a slack event um, um, inspired by 
not Amy Bishop, not Amanda, um, but one of the ladies on um, the PBC chat crew, um, who, who was amazing, had started that in America, and I was like, oh, can I start that in the UK? And she was like, yeah, sure, of course. Uh, got some group of amazing ladies where we just share and chat about our ideas, um, our skills, and it's all about, you know, skill, learning, and sharing. Um, and yeah, and we got some amazing ladies there who like shared their ideas and actually led some of the talks as well themselves. Um, and yeah, it's just hard to get doing that right, right now. I know we could do an online channel, but I feel it's very saturated. If you don't have amazing content and people who are willing to talk through it, it's really hard to push that ahead. So quite struggling with that. I'm very a bit disheartened by that. And then we've got El Chase replying to question seven, saying there are no in-person brainstorming sessions on site that we would sometimes have. We can still do them virtually, but there's something about being in a group together, thinking of new ideas, strategy for growth. Yeah, very similar here as well. Colin Slattery replies, it, it, it has massively impacted it. To be honest, I'm extremely extroverted and the extreme lack of socializing has been brutal. My favorite event of the year is our annual summer kickoff barbecue where we have 60 to 100 people and that wouldn't happen this year. Oh. Julia Vice replies, presentations. I really miss speaking publicly, meeting clients in person and connecting with vendors, partners in the same room. We're doing good work virtually, but I do miss it. Kami Karras replies to question seven saying, well, normally I go out and make and strengthen existing relationships in person. This obviously isn't happening anytime soon. On the plus side, no one else is going to be trying to sweet talk my clients in person either. So yeah, what are you doing? Your competitors are not doing that either. Julie Bettini replies, I miss in-person networking and presented at, at conferences. Relationships have proved so important for me in this industry. I miss opportunities to strengthen them and forge new ones in person. Um, yeah, it just means that there's a lot of hard work that's going to be needed to do the non-in-person ones. Um, but yeah, actually a nice, a really good answer that actually um, has crept up here because Andrew McGarry is not putting his um, <laughs> his answers like A1, A2 or A6 uh, uh, against his answers. He replies to question six saying, the increase in webinars on virtual events is fantastic. For those of us who don't live in major cities, New York City, London, etc., content is going to get more hands-on oriented and that is a good thing for interest credit checking client leads might do no harm either um and yeah julie replies prepayment prepayment for first-time clients is a good idea having mechanisms in place to accept electronic payments is smart now too if you don't already and julie advice replies this is very this is a very good point if you currently pay and bill your clients media plus fees you may want to move to prepay um andrew replies now will not be the time to pay clients media there are nfl teams in financial trouble due to the pandemic let alone smes really those guys that get paid millions a week and um, yeah, given our last answer for this chat, we've got Sam um, replying to question seven saying it does put a major damper on conference season. So I'm now looking, I'm now doing more webinars plus looking for some virtual conferences. Hit me up if you know of any that are looking. So yeah, that's definitely one for all of us. And um, yeah, definitely willing to speak at um, an online conference or webinar if anyone is looking. Um, it'll be my first time, so hope you don't judge me for that <laughs> um so yeah julie goes wow it's one uh, one o'clock est already and that would have been 
6 p.m. GMT our time. Thank you all for a great chat today. Um, Julie will be hosting next week, um, but we have guests for uh, by from Carrie, um, Corey Hank, and um, April Dunford who will be um hosting very soon, talking about YouTube, I believe, and um another topic. Yeah, Corey Hank is our YouTube expert on hair. So yeah. Um, I then um thank um Julia uh, for another great chat, uh, making us face some fears we may have been unwilling to talk about is always a good thing to do. Um, and yeah, she opens up to, um, talking about official um, where she's going to be putting new links for resources and also um all the latest the webinars and um the webinars that have been announced that are happening um we all concerning ppc search engine optimization paid media and the like so look out for look out for that and go to official com to get all of that information so i hope you found that chat very useful um has it raised some fears for you has it made you calm down a little bit um i feel for freelancers and and um contractors yeah it makes us yeah just feel a little bit more relaxed because I feel companies find us a little bit cheaper to work with, you know, a little bit more flexible to work with to increase hours, decrease hours. So maybe you have a few companies um on your on your radar for that one. But I think it's really helpful to be have to be flexible in how you work during this time, especially. So hope you found that talk useful and taking some great takeaways. Um if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data solutions, get to me um and and stay in touch with me at the email at hello at mindswan.com. Um, or with our Instagram social um, media page, which is ppcchat underscore Twitter underscore um, Roundup. So remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.